That's what, and that's exactly what it's doing. I'm not really lost. I'm not lost internet, but it is, it will just like die. Like I was trying to edit my Google doc, you know, for my notes and like, mm-hmm. you know how, when the internet goes out, it's just like, you can't edit it all. Fuck you. That's exactly yeah. what kept happening. I was getting so frustrated. Uh, did it? I like that. It puts up a little pop-up that says, fuck you. It, it might as well. Macy. I hate the witch bitch amateur hour. <laughs> Speaking of, welcome to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We're here. You know what I thought about? Uh, you know what I've been thinking about? We never introduce ourselves. People who just dip in don't know who which one of us is. They don't even know who we are. Okay. So should we occasionally have a little check-in? I, I think we might should. And it just kind of clicked with me because I was listening to last podcast on the left, and they always introduce themselves, like, right there in the beginning. And I was like, you know what? I have started new podcasts before and not known who is who, and that can get confusing. True. And I've never even True. considered us literally never doing that, considering also we don't even hardly ever call each other by our legitimate names. No, we don't. No, 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 no. We'll we'll say, hey, bitch, you yeah. stupid slag. Yeah. Um, but I like that. Anything that we can do to take ourselves closer to ripping off last podcast, I'm in for. So anyway, I'm Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many people you just confused? I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's Charlie. I'm Macy. And we're the witch bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like I just took your joke and read it? I did. Uh, hey, it's fine. Do you have a bird in uh, your neighboring apartments anywhere? Uh, close. I have a small child. Golly, man. I can hear it. Just like one note long yeah. high pitch mm-hmm. screeches. Mm-hmm. That's what I assume this kid's favorite activity is, is to stand at the base of my stairs, <laughs> point, point its throat right at my window, <laughs> wait until it thinks I'm recording, yes. and then it just lets loose. Let's with it out. Note screech. Let yeah. it rip. Yeah. It's like an SCP all It's exactly what it is. And only when you need to do something audio yeah. related, specifically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. Okay. In oh. all reality... Mm. Uh, let's get serious. Let's get serious here. Listen, I wanted to I'm, talk about two things. To my you. name's Charlie. Yes. And we and are cousins. Casey. And we are cousins. <laughs> and for real, that's real this time. I'm Charlie. I'm the one with the dulcet tones. That's Macy. She's the one with the, uh, flinty tones. Flinty. Yeah. yeah. The sandpaper. Um, so I wanted to talk about two things. One, I, okay. I wanted to tell my time slip story that I still haven't recovered yes. from. I think um, you should. And while we won't go into it, the detail that we did in the live, I think we just need to just mildly, like, five minutes talk about our Virgin River evening because it was special. Yeah, well, we do, you know, we owe it that because we talk a lot about Virgin River and various shows that we are into. at the This is a witchcraft podcast, by the way, if you are new. So just hang tight. We, mm-hmm. do, like, we do like to put about 45 minutes of bullshit. We like an organic it. conversation. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't like it, fuck you. <laughs> So, you know, we talk a lot about it, and I know that we've talked about how we were going to get together. So th- that has been done. We have gotten together. We have did watched it. Virgin River. All of it in one <sighs> sitting, you sons of bitches. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why you're saying that like it's a win, like we did something cool. But- Listen, I have to, because if I don't, I think about the time that was wasted, you know? Oh, listen, time's never wasted when your spirit is spending it with Jack Sheridan uh, using weird fucking accents while he spanks Preacher with a sword. I mean, I mean, so I, I, I just 
just y'all y'all know that we did it all 12 episodes uh mm-hmm. i sat on a green velvet couch and charlie sat yes. in an accent chair and oh, over yes, the a course delicious rattan accent chair of 12 episodes we hurt oh, God. we hurt so much um we i at one faces. point full-on linda blair convulsed on the couch in agony yeah. do you remember what caused that are you kidding was it the um was it the little sexy scene yes it was homie it okay. was it okay. sure was yeah okay oh, yeah God. oh jesus christ uh-huh uh we went through phases of despair and agony and then we got so giggly we couldn't handle it and then we ordered what was it freddy's i don't mm-hmm. even remember because it's a blur it was we freddy's burgers we got fucking steak things. burgers at like 10 p.m we were i don't know if i've ever seen you eat a a burger be past like nine o'clock at night so it was wild it was it we'd fall into full hedonism uh, i oh. ate it i ate my burger on my sternum so you like uh, like an otter you know you and we just kept watching it we just powered through it and kept going yeah. man we had like four yeah. hours left and it was like 10 p.m we didn't finish until like three in the morning or two two yeah. in the morning yeah it was, was when we finished morning. yeah because then i went I took immediately a took a shower yeah yes. i took a shower and i i i fell into a sleep so deep and dreamless that i i think i might have died yeah everything since does not quite feel real no um <sighs> so that's that's our virgin river i think you know what, we'll, we'll splice it up we'll put a little we'll put a little bit more here maybe oh, in the middle there's no be. way we're not going to slip back into, into it's so yeah, fresh so. right now we've we've really lived through it um like a fresh weeping wound oh right God. on our brains yeah and so we're gonna crack that back open here in a minute um Much like hope's traumatic brain injury or tbi i can't Okay. Uh, that being said, we're going to do our best to stay away from spoilers. Uh, spoilers. You know that we don't just love to do that. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's Virgin River. And if you haven't watched it yet, fuck you. Um, that is two of those you've slid into this episode. Already. I know. I was just saying that. I was sitting there. The pause after that was like, I'm going to have to edit that out because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Feeling, I'm feeling very aggressive today. <laughs> That's okay. It's welcome good to have fuck you energy. Two. Oh, and speaking of fuck you energy, welcome to Virgo season. Mm. Clap, 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 clap. That's what this is all about. You're transitioning out of Leo. It's your Leo that's transitioning into Virgo, and it's just that's yeah. what's doing it. Yeah. You know that scene where um, Scar lets lets um, Mufasa fall? Yeah. And you get that dramatic, like, downward pointing thing, and he, like, falls, and he's, like, reaching, trying to get back up. That's what my Leo season is doing. Yeah. Um, however, I'm excited for this for this Virgo season. I looked into it, and, you know, not being a great astrologer and not having on someone who could speak to this, and everyone we know who knows about this is probably going to hear this and go, oh, you're stupid. But apparently, I don't know if it's every every time or just this time, the way that everything's, like, converging, but this is a big self-care season. This year, the of our Lord twenty twenty two Virgo season. Okay, and it's um, it's all about being, as I saw someone online say, selfish, but in the best way. Hey, I kind of I, I think that is so important. I think that that is so important, and to not only does is is it important to find a balance between selfish and selfless, but like. Yes. 
the things that we can be want to consider selfish so often aren't. They're just like basic care for yourself. The amount of times that I have like told somebody something that I did that, and it was like for me, and then I felt like ashamed about it is crazy. Yeah, dude, I took a bath last week at like 2 p.m. And I was just like, I should feel ashamed for this. Like, what am I doing with my life to be able to take a bath at 2 p.m.? And I was like, you know what? What am I doing with my life to take a bath at 2 p.m.? Fuck you, brain. I'm getting to take a bath at 2 p.m. But I had to flip it because it was the shame was was really there. Fuck you. Energy is coming out strong. I am here for it. I need it. Honestly, I'm here for it. So let me. I want to. T- I want to talk to everybody. I want to tell you about how I slipped out of this reality, and then I hopefully slipped back in. I don't know. Um, so I've got it. I'm going to try to do this as concisely as possible to set the scene to make this make sense. And also, I want to say, and I find this almost more validating. This is like the first strange thing that has happened that Hunter is like, I don't know about it because it's like yeah. his version of reality is so strong in this one he's just like no i don't i don't know about it so it's like honestly right. in a weird way it makes me believe it even more because it's like I, listen all right so here's how we got hunter by the way is macy's husband yes for you new listeners it's just like new since listeners. we gained so many um look at us look at look at us Finally coming into our professionalism. After four years? God. Yeah. (laughs) So I get home. I'm driving home. All right. So I get home at this moment. It's like, I don't know, after late afternoon, I've just finished teaching a class up at the yoga studio. I've pulled into my house. Sometimes when I teach an afternoon class at the studio, Hunter beats me home. Sometimes I beat him home. It's just kind of a toss-up. You never know. And so I did what I usually do in a time in which I teach in the afternoon and, and I'm coming home. I checked to see if his car is there. And I was like, huh, not there. Beat him today. That was it. And so I yeah. pull into my parking spot, and which is like a little carport. And I'm just chilling there. I chill in there for like four minutes because like I've, a song was finishing and I was kind of skipping through some others. And I was like, you know what? I'm on this playlist. I'll just finish it up. You know, and I'll just kind of like chill in my car for a minute. And so I do that. And I keep looking up in the rear view just to be like, oh, I wonder if he's getting in yet. And I, the, the it never comes in. The car never pulls up. And so I go to get out of the car and I start walking around. And so in order for me to get to my porch, I would, I have to essentially walk right by where his car goes to like around it. If a car yeah. is there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, just because I know how things are laid out and I know where he parks and I know where you park. If he were there, you would like be phasing through his vehicle. Right. You can't miss it. And so I, you know, I get out of my car. There's still there's still no vehicle there. And I I, and it's only about, I would say, 25 to 30 yards from the 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 parking spot to the my parking spot to the porch. And so I'm just walking to the porch and I'm like, oh, okay, not here. And then I happen to look over my shoulder and I see way up at the end of the driveway, like a little, a little glint. And I'm like, ah, there. And he, he was, I saw his car and he was checking the mail as is normal, you know? And so I was like, oh, cool. Again, just observing like our getting in and getting out times. And so I turn back forward knowing that he's pulling in. His car is not there because he's at the end of the road. And I walk for like two more seconds up to the top of the steps to get on the deck. And then I turn around and his car is parked. Like it it, it, it was parked there. And I was like, huh, what? He must have sped. Yeah. I was like, he must have flown in here and I just didn't hear it or, or anything like that. And so I turned to look and I just noticed, and it's, it's hard to explain the car was, it was cold. 
It was empty and it, it was, was empty, cold. Yeah. And it wasn't making like, you no. know, sometimes you turn off a car and it makes those like the clinky click, noise click, or like no. whatever. It was yeah. a cold car. And mm. I'm looking at the car and I have like this really un, I have like a moment of like, mm, mm. <laughs> and I just, I freeze, I'm frozen on the porch and I'm looking at the car and I'm like looking at my car and I'm looking back at the road and I'm just like looking back at those in a triangle and I'm like, okay, he's not in there. So I go inside and he's sitting on the couch where he has been seemingly for a handful of minutes with the dogs. And like, I'm so fucking confused. And I, I, I'm, I'm just like, I, what? And so then I get his perspective, right? Because it was like, this doesn't make sense. You need to understand you are not supposed to be in this house right now. Like, I, I just saw you pulling in. How are you here? And it was very good. And he was like, well, what? He's like, no, I, I pulled in. And you were here and you were sitting in your car. And I, I waited outside of my car for a while, but you never, ever got out of your car. So eventually I just went, I went inside and waited for you to come in. And that's not what happened because he wasn't there. It doesn't make any sense. And this is all like this, this, it's not that we could have like missed each other. This is within feet. It doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. And his reality is so, it's just as clear as mine is. He's like, no, I waited for you. I like, I didn't like come to your window, but I like kind of stood out and was like, oh, you'll, because we do that sometimes when you get in at the same time, we'll both just kind of like get out and the other one will get out and we'll walk inside together. And he waited and waited. And I was in my car for a bit, but like not when he was there. And well, it doesn't take away the fact that you saw him get checking the mail when you when were already I was out, on the stairs. Dude, yeah. it's gross. It's so weird. I don't know about it, but that, that happened. Creepy. It, it's even got to the point between the things that have happened to you, to people we know, to listeners, and we hear about them that like, I'm not even really shocked anymore. Things feel like loose. They yeah, feel dude. loose as hell. And it, this is the first time, like I've had moments before where I was like, I can put it aside, you know, or, oh, maybe that 30 yeah. minutes didn't dis or that two hours, whatever, didn't disappear. Like, you know, you can kind of like talk yourselves out of it. This was the sure. first one that's happened to me. I, I don't get it. I am so confused by it. It's just, there's no fixing it. You know, it was a mistake. Something was, I, um, I haven't had one recently, but I had one a while ago that I've never talked about. Oh, and it just, you just reminded me. And this was way back when this was, I, um, let's see, I guess it was 20, it might've been like 2012, 2013, something like that. And I was working at a massage place and it was a long way away from where I was living at the time. And it was such a pain in the ass drive that I did that, that, you know, when it's like a pain in the ass drive and you're just constantly looking at either the time or like how much GPS is left, like, yes, yes, whatever. And you're just like, fuck, well, what I did is I was watching my speedometer roll. And I think it was because one of those like milestone, 100,000 miles. You were trying to hit something, yeah. Something was happening. And I was just looking at it. And I um, I was rolling home and I was just so ready to be home. And I looked at the speedometer and it was like, I don't know, let's say it was right on the money, right on the nuggets, starting at a new mile or whatever. And I drove, I listened to a song. I drove for about six minutes. And I look back, and I say six because six comes into play. I look back at it, and it had only moved 0.6 of a mile. Weird. And I was like, nope. Yeah. And I didn't know. Mm -mm. I didn't know what was going on yet. I didn't think about it too hard, like I because I hadn't gotten into all of this yet. But I was still like, 
very much like I would believe in that shit. You know, if you if if me now explained it to me then, me then would be like, yeah, okay, cool, I get it. Right. But I I think about it sometimes and I feel very validated now that I truly am like I I really think that that happened. It probably did. And that's the thing, dude. And when it happens in the moment, you do kind of cause like after I got inside and I kind of talked to Hunter about it, and he was like, he 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 wasn't like an asshole about it, but he was just like, Are you sure you just didn't like miss it? You know, like when you were coming in. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? And I'm just like, no, listen. But like I, you know, I kind of I went about the evening. I like took shower and cooked dinner and whatnot, or just like we just kind of did. And then it was like eight o'clock and I looked over at him and I was like, I need you, we need to talk about what happened. Like, I, and it was, they kept gnawing on me, dude. And yeah. like, as the days have gone on, it's getting stranger, but it's like, it was the most normal in the moment it happened, even though it didn't feel normal. But it was like, immediately it, after it, I was just like, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's like when you have a ghostly experience and you're so scared that you somehow just go back to sleep. I feel like your brain just kind of, it's just puts up a shield. Let's move on real quick. And it's like, yeah. we can't, take this right now yeah. but it was like when i We're had a few hours of buffer i think i'd crocheted yeah. for a bit on our, on the blanket and i you know and then i was just like put it down and i was like i something strange happened to us today <laughs> so are we we're not gonna talk about it <laughs> oh god what are we talking about today i'm talking to you about a rune Speaking of talking about it you're talking about a rune yeah whoa yeah i am <laughs> <laughs> That What's going on here? What's going on here? I gotta look up and see. I gotta. I gotta see if that actor is British. You tell them what you're talking about. Okay. While I look this so up. when we were watching Virgin River, told you we'd bring it back. We're here already. Um, we and so I don't know the the actor that plays Brady. Um, or as Macy called him when she first saw him. That mumbly dude with the dirty dick. He got a lot of nicknames for me in the beginning. <laughs> he was the weed ghoul is my favorite. There was a lot. And so at some point, like, he he like busts in to, I don't even fuck it, dude. It was by those last few episodes. I was gone. I was out. I was really cooked. Yeah. I was about cashed out to where I was just like laying there just almost catatonic. But I just remember he busts into his space and in trying to sound intimidating, like saying what's going on, he came in and just out of nowhere, just like, what's going on? Eh? And it was really, it, was... it snapped us both out of our stupor. <laughs> like, it was so dramatically like cockney, like not, it was, it was okay. His name is Ben Hollingsworth, which sounds sounds like, it might be sounds like that could be English. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It says here that he is a Canadian actor. Wow. However, it doesn't say because you know sometimes it'll be like Canadian actor who's lived in England for twenty seven yeah. years. Um, I don't so, know, homie. It's sounding like a no. It's no. I'm letting it happen. Okay. No, it looks like he's pretty thoroughly uh, Canadian. Great. <laughs> Yeah, great. I am uh, even better, and I just want to be clear. I don't think that was in the Renaissance Fair episode, so there was really no, no excuse no. for it. It was like one of the there last. No, no character. No, there that he was doing, and even if it was, I don't see him in that weird pimp hat he had on. Yeah, he was too cool for that. You know, in his leather no. jacket and his weird hat she picked <laughs> that said was appropriate for the times. We got to move on. We got to move on. What rune are you talking about? Othala. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Been waiting on it. It's one of the ones that I know. Okay. I'm talking to you about, listen, listen here. I'm talking to you about a stone. It's called Peter Sight. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do any of that or talk anymore about Virgin River. Yeah, sure. Uh, here on the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, we do this thing called the Patreon shout-out segment. Yeah, this where is our first ever episode. Out, we shout out one of our Patreons. And then uh, one of us, typically Maisie. Because she's got the pipes, will give us a give, give us a song. Way to like build it um, up so I can disappoint everybody here in a minute. All our new our new fans. Shit, our new fans that slogged through about twenty minutes of Virgin River talk. I yeah. don't know about that. Uh, um, our Patreon today. Thank you so much. You make the show happen. You make Waba happen. Can that be the slogan? It is. Andrea S. Andrea S. You make Waba happen. I'm trying to think if there's any stupid fucking songs in Virgin River, but they're all just shitty, non-royalty, like royalty-free ambient it's, music. Yeah, yeah. it's just guitar riffs for fucking and guitar riffs for shots of river. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I'm drawing a blank here. Hold on. Let me look. Okay. Raspberry Beret. <sighs> what was the name? And- Andrea S. <clears throat> Like because that's kind that you because that was what I was gonna be like. I guess I could start store. there because I remember that I was like. So if we did that, it would be rude. It's like the kind you find at a secondhand <laughs> store. Andrea S, which is kind of <laughs> shitty. Um, right. but that yeah, but at the same time, it's a good song. So, um, there you go. No, everyone's flocking to the patreon now yeah they are i mean why wouldn't you i would (laughs) i would i have (laughs) oh god damn it now that's gonna be stuck in my head (laughs) 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 working part-time at the by the dime her boss was mr mcgee mr mcgee uh what do i have to flip here we go here we go here at the witch bitch amateur amateur hour sometimes when um when we when we've had our flow interrupted <laughs> by something like a spooky sode like we did last week we'll flip a snack or something to find out who's going to do their topic first while we are doing this in a tongue-in-cheek manner i do feel like this is kind of manifesting in a way like we're just making new listeners happen um <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a, a button pin of a Sasquatch. Okay. So top side sass, bottom side's pin side. I'm gonna take pin side because you're obviously gonna you're obviously the squat, the sass. He's your he's your husband. He is my husband. Hmm. Fuck that went far. It's pin side down, you win. I go first? Yeah, bro. Pin side down? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I'm talking to you about Peter's site. Now, I want to point out that this is spelled P-I-E-T-E-R site. So it's like Peter site. It's more of like a, I feel like that's like a European Peter, not so much like a P-E-T-E, like Peter Griffin. But that's how they still. spell it and like what we do in the shadows. And I can just hear Taika like, how, like saying it. Peter. Like, Peter. Peter. Oh, so cute. So much fun. So much fun. Oh, so good. I love it. I love Precious. Them. Sweeties. I love them. Um, okay, so let's see. Peter said, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna send this, I'm gonna send this word to you so you can look it up because I'm gonna attempt to paint you a Birmingham here. But I gotta say. This is one of now we we talk about our stones a lot. We talk about how the, the, their beauty, their grace, 
Um, but this one is truly. Whoa, dude. It's magnificent. Wow. It Wow. It's special. Look and it's, uh, it's, it's unlike, this might be one of the most visually striking stones I mean. that I've ever seen, dude. So first of all, the colors range from it. Now, typically, if you want to describe it, you'd say like blue and brown, right? But it's so much more than that. Yeah, the blues is. are like light blue to dark denim blue. Yeah. And then the brain, the brain, <laughs> the browns, <laughs> and then the browns range from like orangish to chocolatey to even like a reddish brown. Yeah, like a blood red almost. Like a blood red. It's lit. Blood red. Yeah, it's lit. And so this stone, oh, God damn it! Hold on, I have to get comfortable again. I just, I'm not hitting, I'm not hitting my stride, dude. Never got there we go. Oh God, that's so much better. Okay, uh, so this stone is called Petersite, but it's also called the Tempest Stone or Eagle's Eye. Okay, but I like Tempest Stone. Yeah, that's cooler. The reason it's called Tempest Stone is because if you look at it, this thing looks like a raging storm. Yeah, it it yeah. does. Like, especially, you know, like some of those like old school, like ocean paintings of like stormy yes. waters and shit crashing yes. waves. It's what it looks like. It looks like crashing waves and the browns to me look like land, like yeah. cliffside. Just kind of in the water. It's pretty badass. And uh, I have a little thing to read from you here. This is from jimselect.com, or as I wrote, jimselect.com. Hmm. Petersite is characterized by its distinctive swirls or gold streaks of gold or orange due to the... Now this episode's going to have some unpronounceables for me, so... Woo! Crocodilite inclusions cool. within a microcrystalline silica host. Crocodilite is the same material responsible for the chatoyancy in Tiger's Eye. I was when, say, I was thinking it kind of yep. has that same vibe. It does, and it has a very similar vibe. I'll get to it. When polished, the inclusions in Petersite exhibit chaotic chatoyancy, whereas in Tiger's Eye, the inclusions are arranged in parallel lines oh. to give the appearance of a continuous line. So you know when you look at a Tiger's Eye, it has the... Um, that 3D effect almost. And it's very straight, very bars, almost like a uh, almost like a satin spar mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like it looks like shards. Yeah. However, the same thing has happened here, only instead of being in straight lines, they're in swirls and they're in globs and they're in waves. So it's this chaotic. And chaotic is a big thing with this stone. This stone mm -hmm. is very uh it's very powerful it's very wild wild is the word that i want to use it, well that fits the look the look it's yes and uh so the way that this stone is formed from my understanding there are bits of tiger's eye and hawk's eye in this or at least from the same um the same thing that forms tiger's eye and hawk's eye so when you're looking at it, you might think like, oh, this is just a stone that's comprised of tiger's eye and hawk's eye. However, it's not. It it's kind of starts that way. But then through different processes that I don't quite understand, <laughs> um, the thing that comes to mind is calcification. That's that's definitely not right. <laughs> but it goes on. Un it undergoes like molecular changes to become something completely new. So while it does have that, again, what is it? Chatoyancy? I think chatoyancy. Um, is it chatoyancy? It's C-H-A-T. I, think it, I feel like I remember Kim telling me, 
because I, I feel like she helped me, unless I misremember. I know she helped me say it. I might be misremembering what she helped me say, but I feel like it was she doing like, It could be like chatoyancy or something. I don't, I don't think it is. I'm going to go with chatoyancy. Yeah. Chatoyancy. It's got the pretty 3D swirlies is what it's got. And, um, and, and as you might be able to guess, this uh, particular stone, Peter's site, was found by somebody named Sid Peters. Man, you just, I just, you, you love to see it, you know? I love to see it. Yeah. But you know what? And, and what's even funnier is this goes like an extra step of just hilarious to me. So Sid Peters found this stone in uh, Nambia. Let me make sure that's correct. Yeah, Nambia. So he found this stone in Nambia, and he was the one to formally, cl- you know, classify it, give it a name and all that shit. Um, however, when he named it Petersite, it wasn't for him. It was for his, it was in his father's honor. <laughs> Interesting. Which is kind of still your thing, though. It's like you wanted a stone named after you, but you didn't want to name it after you. So you were like, it's my dad. Yeah, it's like for me adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. your name on that rock. Yeah. I want to honor my father and all the great things he's done, including making me. Interesting. And you said, where was it discovered? Namibia? Uh, yes. I think I said Nambia. I don't I knew it was in, in, Is that Africa? That's Africa, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's Africa. Okay, good. <laughs> I, my brain saw an N and an A and went Narnia. Like, <laughs> <just> completely. <laughs> um, neat. So, okay, that's where this one comes from so yeah that that is where this one comes from and it is just about the only place in the world uh there seemingly was a place in china where a very small pocket of it was uncovered once and then mined to completion however i also saw conflicting stories that that wasn't actually peter's site it was like um something something that they confused with peter's site or something similar to Peter Sider or something like that. So uh, take that for what you will. But these days, the only place that that's coming from is Namibia. Macy? Namibia, I think. N-A-M-I-B-I-A. Yeah, Namibia. Yeah. Not, but now that I'm not, saying it multiple not. times, it's feeling strange. <laughs> when I said like, oh, was it Namibia? I was like, yeah, that felt right. But now the more times I'm yeah, saying no, it, I'm correct. like, that's absolutely fuck, that feels so, it, it's, it my is, mouth is not used to those words together or those letters together. You know what I mean? It's, it's when you look at a word too long and it starts yeah. to lose meaning. Yeah. 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 I do that with um, consistency all the time. If I say the word consistency too much, I, sh- I shut down as a human being. <laughs> Everything loses meaning. <laughs> And I'm sitting there in a cold sweat in the dark, like this can't be a word. How does how does language work? What are humans? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the metaphys of Peter Sot. This stone, like I said, is major chaos energy, and in fact, the vibration with this one is so strong, and everything metaphysically tied to this stone is so strong that some people might find it a little bit too strong. This mm. is not like a, uh, what is it, like a geode that gives a very natural um, or very slow energy, very comfortable energy. This is not like a sphere. Although I wonder what would happen if you had a sphere of Peterite. Because, you know, the sphere is supposed to help it give an all around kind of rounded energy. Maybe it just make it- blows all of the doors down and alters. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you you just like, you know, like in, um, uh, um, oh, God. Indiana Jones, your just face just melts off like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, just just comes yeah. right off. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Your little gumball eyes roll right out of your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so keep that in mind. This is a get shit done stone. Mm. This is not necessarily the one that you're wearing for the date. Like they, they make beautiful, there's beautiful fucking jewelry made out of it. Like so fucking pretty. However, if you're wearing it on the daily, daily for a metaphysical sense, you're probably going to get burnt out pretty fucking quick because you're, you're going to be doing. You're That's doing, a lot. A yeah, it seems like one you might just want to pace yourself with. Yeah, yeah. Wear it like on a on a busy day or a day you don't feel that great and you want to be productive. Yeah. Um. So because the two the two colors that we're working with here are like that gold yellow and the blue kind of like even. Uh, we'll say a range of blues. This stone has been tied to our uh, solar plexus as well as the third eye, making it tied into those two things, making it fantastic for a a, a self-confidence stone. Yeah. Any kind of self-confidence works right. because, you know, it's your solar plexus, sure, but like tied in also to that intu- intuition, yeah. it gives you the the ability to trust your intuition. It gives yeah. you the ability for your intuition to kind of see, Hey, I am a being of pure fucking magic. And it, they just kind of feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good combination um, that to kind of get wrapped up in each other. And of course they also carry the properties that you can, you can use to work with both of those section sectors of your life separately. Um, so this is, like I said, it's a, it's a shakeup stone. Um, get going look at it you can tell by the way it looks it looks like this storm just mm. hurt just fucking breaking shit i get like captain what's it captain dan lieutenant dan vibes yeah out in the storm just hurling hurling screams <laughs> at the, in, into into nothingness and i feel like you can take that energy instead of yelling angrily at the storm i feel like you and the storm are yelling together you know and maybe it's you and this little pocket-sized rager that you're carrying with you i wonder if Maybe you can charge you... it by yelling at it oh probably this seems like the stone that like, if you've it. got if you've got like a chaotic energy if you are like you want to charge your stones by throwing them in the in the in the washing machine you know well depending on if they're safe but like <laughs> throw, throw them in your rock polisher and give them a good scrub or whatever like this is the stone to kind of have a little chaos with like do some weird shit with um don't put it up your butt don't swallow it don't do anything weird with it however because it is a form of quartz it is water safe i will say that no i'm not saying it's water safe to drink i'm saying it's safe to have in water it's not gonna hurt it um i've learned my lesson on being so callous with the things that i say about water hello re-malachite yeah the poison the poison stone malachite cusco's poison Mm -hmm. this stone blasts up sweeps away and clears negative energy so think of the, it's a little hur- hurricane that rolls through and it just wow. rips everything down. And that's kind of a sad analogy I'm giving, but you get what I'm <laughs> saying. It's going to rip down everything and start from the ground up. Uh, however, it, it's not stripping everything away from you. It's, it's cleansing. It has a cleansing vibe to it. It's not something like, let's see, if this is a storm that wipes everything away, obsidian's your black hole that sucks everything away. And that's including the good shit, Right. If you mm. aren't careful mm. with it or if you wear it too long and you start to feel a little sick if you get like too much obsidian in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is wiping away the stuff that you have built on top of your base. 
leaving, so when it's gone, it leaves just your base of like clean, fresh aura, you know, kind of ready to to begin up. You're clear of these uh, old habits. You're clear of, um, I don't want to say you're clear of traumas because there's that's a lot there, but you're you're more apt to deal with it. Sure. You're more apt to kind of clear yourself of the things that, yeah, I won't even say straight up blatant, just like traumas, but the things that like just mental illness or mental hardships can do to you. You know, maybe we're not blasting away the depression, but maybe we're blasting away the the lack of wanting to get up and yeah, a piece a piece of it. You know, yeah. just like a yeah. little bit. I like the thing. You know, it's like I think I've said it before. It's like the little things that can just help us keep our boat afloat. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna. It can help to kind of keep keep the head above water. You know, and. With something like that, and whether it be depression or mental stuff, or maybe it's a, a physical thing, like maybe I threw my back out recently and I'm still having a hard time like doing the things I need to do, like around the house, you know, mm-hmm. and or or maybe it's your shit, you're going through a breakup and that's hard, you know, it can be anything. But when we get in these states of mind and we kind of let like, maybe you let your house go a little bit, you know, maybe you let your personal hygiene slip just a little bit, you know, like maybe we're not brushing our teeth or hair as much as we feel like is healthy. You know, those things then in in themselves turn around and make the original problem harder. Mm -hmm. So to kind of deal with the byproduct is going to make the original problem, I don't know, feel a little bit better. It all kind of can compound a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it can, yeah, definitely get whipped up in a circle. And uh, sometimes breaking that can be hard. And you need a, a blast, a little ray of harsh, I don't say harsh, I guess, uh, strong vibration. Yeah, just intense, intensity, you, you know? Yeah, because if you're if you're rolled up in this sadness blanket and you're just like everything, I can't do anything, I can't do anything, you know what? A, a fucking rose quartz is going to come in and gently knock on the door and be like, hey, guess what? You can do it. But that, that message is not going to reach your ears, right? That That has its time and its place. We also need this stone to be like the mommy energy that comes in and just slaps you across the face and says, get the fuck up. That's, you're not a good mom, but you know what I mean? Which I love though. I love that kind of energy in a magical tool. Yeah. It's it's probably, mm, it's probably my favorite because that's how I, I communicate in, in, in dour situations. And so (laughs) I understood being communicated that way. Yeah, it's the old movie that, of course, I'm not I'm not co-signing on this, but it's the old movie where someone's hysterical and somebody slaps them across the face. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, that snaps them out of it. They're fine. And oftentimes, thank the person that slapped them. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like a dude. And it's like slapping his lady for some reason. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I needed that. Did you? (laughs) So, well, you were being hysterical, honey. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's this stone. (laughs) I'm painting the stone in a little bit of an awful light. It's fun. It's been fun to listen to. It's good. It's it's okay with it. It's it can take that. This is a stone. This you're not going to hurt the stone's feelings. Um. So, aside from that. If you do want to work with this stone, stone during meditation, it's wonderful to help connect you to kind of because it's tied to that third eye to help get you into this state of deep meditation. Uh, rapidly would be the key word here. Quickly, mm. it's going to kind of throw you into that area. So if you are perhaps not a meditator, you're not used to it, uh, maybe you're not really comfortable with that feeling of going super deep into meditation, maybe work up to this one, right? Um, But because it's also that solar plexus energy, like it's going to give you the confidence to be like, you know what, I think I feel like blasting off today. 
Uh, sure. Let's see. It's fun to blast off. Let's tell us. We talked about self-esteem. I don't, I had that in my notes quite a bit here, but I feel like we, I feel like we exhausted that topic. Oh, <laughs> a cute, a cute little thing I, I saw is that like, if you're somebody who does not like to drive in inclement weather, as I don't, I tell people like straight up. And I try to just be very as, as, as flat as I can. I'm like, I don't drive in storms. Sorry. Like it's not going to happen. Um, so if you are indeed like that, this can be a little stone to carry with you. Um, because it, it might help to carry a little bit of protection. Now, of course, Jesus Christ, I'm not saying a stone's going to keep you from getting in a wreck in harsh weather. If you can't drive in it, you can't drive in it. But if it's raining and you're a little nervous, and you're pretty sure things have to be okay. You have to go to work. We all, like get in that situation sometimes grab this guy with you. He's going to kind of balance that storm energy for you a little bit. Um, boo, 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 down, down, down. Storm magic is, uh, inherently tied obviously to this stone. So if you're a storm, witch, if you're collecting storm water, maybe dunk a little Peter side in there. Don't drink it afterwards. Cause I don't just love doing that with anything besides like a pure quartz or like, a very are you there yeah I'm, listen, I'm just listening oh no 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 it's not because i'm why hasn't macy talked to me it was making a very it was super quiet no background noise coming from you dude um wow uh sorry my fear of talking and it not being recording completely blew me off of my track hold on i do that a lot i'll like shake my computer mouse and be like are you recording still are you, are you still there yeah <laughs> Because I just immediately remembered, I was like, "It's our internet's been shitty. What if I'm just talking?" Yeah, what if it's uh, dropped out? So storm, storm witcher, witchery, chaos witchery. This is a wonderful stone for you to get. And I also like talking about this one because it's kind of a deep cut. This is not a. Um, I've never really. I don't think I've ever seen this stone. Um, I haven't either. I might have. I might have seen it in a rough or an unpolished version because the unpolished version, unpolished stones are very hard for me to tell apart um, and, and very hard to catch my interest because maybe I'm a child and I'm just like, Ooh, I need shiny things. Yeah. But you know, they're unpolished. If they're unpolished, they just kind of look like rocks. And I'm like, Hey, look, a rock. So yeah, this uh, is one that is going to look very different raw versus polished. Extremely. I saw a raw one and it looked like dusty, um, almost like dusty soda light. Like it, it yeah, had it's going to look super to different. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, but it, you know, if you if you are a practiced storm witch or a seasoned chaos witch, you may not have come across this guy. So if anyone has this at home or would like to get your hands on it, tell me, you know, tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me what it does because it just seems like such a powerhouse. Um, mm. And honestly, even talking about it, and, like doing my research on it, I felt, and I don't want this. Did to you come get amped? Here, Did I, you get a little pumped up? got a little sweaty. You know? Oh yeah. I got, I got a little bit like, you know, I, I got a little, I, the heavy breathing started, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And wow. I got the, got the sweat going. Makes and, me uh, sweat. And here we go. Uh, talking about using this stone because I, I did want to drive home that if you are, uh, highly tuned to the power of crystals, um, the, this might be, a sensitive boy. This might be a little bit hard for you. Uh, so an interesting 
Lee, I saw on crystalcouncil.com. We house our most important emotions in our heart, and sometimes we tend to leave it exposed when trying new things. Mm. Moldavite is here to protect you through any and all journeys you decide to take. Now, that was written specifically for um, working with Peter Petersite for the first time, or some of your first times, mm. because it can be a very it can it can be a jarring experience if you're sensitive to that kind of thing. Sure. Um, and I thought it interesting that they said Moldavite for protection because I remember a while back Moldavite being the hot one that that it was like every it was ripping everybody's lives up, you know. Um, which I don't necessarily, I don't think I necessarily prescribed to to that. Um, I think it might have been a little a little bit. Um, I think we saw the the most intense cases is what I'm trying to say with Moldavite. Um, and I know some people are afraid to use Moldavite because they're like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, however, it, it is also a strong vibration stone. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been hearing. I've been like, when you've yeah. been describing this one, I'm like, this is reminiscent of like the whole Moldavite era Moldavite, of time. Um, 20, uh, what was that? Was 2019, 2020? The Moldavite craze of 2019 back when we didn't know anything. Yeah. Back when we thought that would shake our life up. Yeah, yeah. Back when everyone was like, I wish something would happen to shake things up. Uh. <laughs> oh, sweet children. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that they would pa- they would recommend pairing like yet another high vibration. Like I kind of get it, though. I, like, I do, too. I feel like you yeah. need that hardcore protector if you're going to have like a hardcore shaker upper. Like you need something to match that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's almost like for some reason I'm, I'm getting like fool energy from pairing those two together for some reason like i i, I get it you know it's it. just like that chaotic forward marching energy yeah. um yeah. Be like let's go yeah um that's that's yeah. very that's very that'd be a pretty combo together like if you Ooh. had like a piece that had them both Ooh. Ooh. you'd have like your your earth wind and fire all in one that's not how that works <laughs> never mind I was forming that wrinkle crease, and then as soon as it, I started to think it through, it just popped right back. I out. feel like I know what you mean. I, did you mean like Earth and space? Yeah, like water, Earth, space. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get Come what on. you mean. It's like the combination of all the elements. I feel you. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. You, you got me. Picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Do you remember when we were watching Virgin River? And <laughs> Spoilers for Virgin River. Doc had to tell Hope something that she had forgotten. Oh, God, yes. He had to, like, re-give her bad news. And when he was doing it, you, like, under your breath went, let me see if I can get this brain wrinkle to form. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've been really trying hard to get her to understand. They were. And she just kept losing it. It just kept moving back out. Oh, my God. Dude. (laughs) I'm so rattled. I, I really did. I, I, I really did not know that there is a massive like I did not know that the okay. majority generally really likes the show. And I feel kind of like an asshole now for talking so much shit about it because I thought that was nah. what was normal. But I, I am floored at the same time that there's so many people that truly unironically like it. We, we need to talk about that because that, that, that shook me a little bit. I read what you sent me. Macy found, because you were, as in the uh, the case of Twilight. I was looking, looking for, for a shit posting group. group. Absolutely. So if you're aware of a, of a of a shit posting group for Virgin River, let us know. If there's not one, I think we should make one. Just saying. All I could find was a fan club. 
Oh, and like shit. the official fan page. That was the only public one because I sure as fuck wasn't joining a private one just to see what was in there. But I found a public one and it was just all comment after comment after comment of and maybe they delete all bad ones. That's the, that's what I've been hanging on to. Mm. But like mm. how good the acting is and like how much they love Jack and Mel as a couple as like acting wow. together. And I'm just like, I saw it is like watching two breadsticks in a basket at all times. Yeah. What? The only character with any spice. I mean, there's a handful of, well, God, I don't know. Listen, watch the show. Come to your own conclusion. Listen, there's hardly any people that aren't white and there's hardly any people that aren't straight. (laughs) Like, yeah, we, we, for the first time got a half ass mention of a queer character yeah, and one sentence, and, and it was, a, it was like sentence. a good moment, you know. Like, but still, it was like, okay, so y'all just slip that in just to have one representation of a non-hetero of character, who of someone who's not even really on the show. No, she just pops up when again when she's convenient. She's a deuce. What is it? A deuce? What is like, it? Deuce, sex not, machina not, or something like yeah, that. And that's what that's she's. Her. She's just like a, a a convenient device that they utilize right. to either stir right. the pot. Yeah. Or make a statement. Um, yeah. and, 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 yeah. and another another thing I want to point out, just for anyone out there who's disagreeing with this right now, I, I want you to think about this. It took them till season four, four, four for anyone to say anything about the fact that Preacher is the only black character. Well, pretty well, now, much. Yeah. I feel like they're, you know. They, yeah, this they, season know, they however, like even brought in, there were like a few extra people of color that were brought in, but like. I, it felt Three? like in a way that was, but it was, but it was like it was heavy-handed because they, like, they were like, "Here they are, sorry, right?" You know, yeah, like really yeah. It, what it felt like, like someone might have said, "Like, hey, uh, I think there's more people in the world than white people and straight people, dude. Everyone's and straight. They were it just kills like, me. Were Nobody like, here, is here, gay. Fine. Nobody's yeah, gay, and that is no... just ridiculous." And in a show like this, I'd expect, and it's not good. I'm not saying I want it. I'm saying I would expect to at least see and like a stereotypical like over the top like gay man character he's like the best friend or something you know what i mean but that dude they don't even have that no it's like it's not real it's not real no it's not real at all it's it is a it is a you know what i don't want to be too rude about it i'm so sorry Listen, y'all, it's a fresh wound, okay? We just came out of this. If y'all would have watched our live, we were, like, glad. <laughs> like, our, the people there were like, are y'all, like, all right? Like, Yeah, they were like, tired. y'all look, y'all look wrong. Something's yeah, happening. We've been put through are it. These, yeah, are y'all okay? Listen, I'm just mad that I thought I was going to get something better, and it was worse than I could have ever imagined. It got worse, and I'm mad about but, it. And I'm just going to let myself be mad about it, but I'm done. But... We did get the, I don't know, 10 cumulative minutes of Preacher in the King outfit. As King. I, I wouldn't watch the whole series again for it, but I would watch that episode again. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What yeah. A beautiful man. Beautiful man. Anyway, I believe we have a new friend of the show to talk about today. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Listen, we've got an ad for you. Gonna talk to you about Leaves of Three Spellcraft. Yeah, bro. This is neat. I, Could we I, just sing the entire like, the, the whole advertisement. Um, it. I. I'm excited to talk about these. I. We. As we do when we, 
do review ads. We either get a sampling of the product or, you know, uh, if it's a book, we get the books and, and whatnot. And this, we got a document that just kind of shows a little bit of what you get when you join Leaves of Three Spellcraft. And this is a Patreon. So we'll, we'll have, uh, we'll get into the link and whatnot in the tiers uh, in a little bit. But this is a Patreon account. And in this Patreon account, depending on what tier you select, you get, m- and depending on the day of the month, different incantations and devotionals, things like that, just sent out to you that you can use in your craft. And I was reading some of these that we got like in our sample if we like did the full like, or like the the top tier. Dude, I was getting chills from some of those, yeah. like legitimately, yeah. like the element incantations. The dude, element, I was like, the, yeah, the hairs yeah. on my neck were standing <laughs> up. Like I was like, holy shit, I got to memorize these. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I believe it was water that I was reading and was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it got but good. I want to, I want to, I want to speak a little bit. I want to give you a little something. This is directly from Leaves of Three um, over on their Patreon. This is words are powerful. And this is something I completely read and was like, yes, 100%. You, I I concur. So, you know, uh, words are powerful. The spoken and the written word has shaped our history since the dawn of civilization as we know it. It creates and destroys, shapes worlds and changes minds and topples kingdoms. And words have been used for thousands of years to harness and connect to powers beyond what we know, what we see, and what we understand. Um, and that is something that I read and also gave me a little bit of the goosey bumps because I was like, dude. Excellent I think we writing going on here. Excellent writing. Very good well. writing. Um, and, and that really matters to me. And also it matters to me in uh, incantations and whatnot. I like a set cadence. If I'm going yeah. to be wanting to use a spell, especially a spell with rhyming, like a poetry spell, I want the cadence to flow all the way through. And I don't want there to be like an extra syllable here. You know, it's like little things like that. Like it's mm-hmm. the it's the job well done. Like I was when I was reading the I was reading these I was kind of reading them in my head with like a a cadence to it and it flowed you know and it felt good and that was part of why I was getting chills I think is was in my head I was kind of speaking it how I would want to and it just felt so good as it's the only way I can yeah it's the only way I can describe it is it just felt really good and I'm excited to talk about it too because this is a brand new uh, or it's like a new Patreon. It's a new venture, and uh, it's just it's fun to talk about a burgeoning business, especially one that just yeah. I, I really like reading and like seeing the the materials that were just so well written and whatnot. And we know how hard it is to get started fresh in the void for sure. Um, yeah. So I was I was excited to I was really excited to get into this one and um and to just look into and I like the idea of devotionals you know to these yes. various especially if you want to get into the habit of working with different deities um or you know and things like that like you just kind of get one delivered to you um each you know the specific or a certain day on each month and uh that's that's kind of nice you know that's something that you can then use to be like okay I'm going to look you know not only like use this as something as what it's intended, but also as a sign to maybe this is who I will look into and That's start working. exactly where I was going, dude. Yeah. I think it's, it's also, um, I don't know. It's a little bit like divination. Yeah. Yeah. Like by, divinatory. By just kind of, yeah. Finding out. And I want to talk about the, the membership levels that we got here. Cause I also think I am, I'm a fan of Patreon. I'm not just saying that cause you know, we have one, I'm not trying to rep ours or anything, yeah. but like, um, I'm a fan of Patreon and what it does because it allows people to, do things like this. Maybe you have a, a product that's non-tangible. Like how do you 
how do you do that? And there are certain sites out there that I won't say the name of that want to take a pretty hefty cut of yep, uh, yep. what they make. So I, I think this is a really, really good way to do this. So we start off here with the $3 tier. We've got youth. And this is one devotional to various deities or spirits per month posted on the first Sunday of every month. We have the $5 warrior level. And that is a spell and a devotional every month posted on the first Sundays. Um, spells are verbal only with no references to use of herbs or actions. So they can be used with or without whatever yeah, you want. They're more like incantation kind of. Customizable for sure. Posted the third Sunday of every month. Uh, and then there is the top tier here. This is Sage. And this is this uh, this is a lot of bang for the buck here. You get your two extra poems. You get a one spell. A, you get a one spell. That's English. You get one spell, one devotional. And you get your set of the nine basic must-haves, which are here. You ready? Earth, air, fire, water, moon, sun, full moon, new moon, candle spell. And I did read those and they're great. Um, I, I really enjoyed reading through those. And I like this. And and really, it, considering how well it's written and you can tell that the words are carefully chosen and carefully curated, I, I really like this. You know, I like the idea of knowing like, it's like, okay, that once a month, you're going to get an incantation that's pretty serious, you know, and like yeah. you're going to, and that's neat because I do believe that words are power. They are absolutely oh, sure. power. Yeah. And when someone puts thought into words mm -hmm. and in like intention um i just i just think that can really do a lot and it's also neat uh that they have actually partnered up a little bit with bright witch brews um yeah. and are doing a little bit I of a collabby uh situation so that's super cool as well i'd love to yeah see y'all all working together and helping each other out um, one thing I, I would like to say just here while we're kind of gushing a little bit, um, I think also having someone, because because as much as I do, I enjoy to write, you know, I enjoy writing and I enjoy, um, like my favorite part, I think that when you listen to music, you're like a melody person or you're like a lyric person. Right. I'm a lyric person. Yeah. So I, a lot is there for me with words, uh, but having somebody kind of craft something for you feels intentional like it feels so uh caring like someone's caring for you it's like a nurturing thing for me to kind of read something that somebody else has crafted in like for me you know so leaves of three spellcraft has invited us to share with you guys um a little piece a little this is but a taste you remember when Gandalf said that in Lord of the Rings he's mm. like this is but a taste okay this is but a taste and like I said when I read the one entitled entitled water i got uh it did something to me so i want to read it to you guys you ready here we go everybody sit down gather around gather around for i have news water as you go so now return like the tides against the shore jewels of dew upon a fern sink into the forest floor deep in raging shadows each drop falls like gleaming stars time may ebb and time may flow and still they travel far. In this water that I use, a thousand years before, my ancestors would soothe their wounds and drink and dance once more. In ocean spray upon my lips, I taste the mysteries, scaly beasts and frozen ships, now lost to history. Water carving stone. Smooth, harsh edges from my heart. I do not swim alone. Carry me into the dark. I love that. Isn't that great? Isn't it's that, super isn't great. That really good. <laughs> I think it's really great. Um, the 
One, I, I really liked uh, I, uh, the Elements ones really, really spoke to me, too. Um, I also this one's kind of short, but I just love how it's written. And I think it's very interesting. And uh, this is called Shadow. And this is something that is in the little nine dollar tier. You get extras. They're just called little extras. Uh, and they are the second and fourth Sunday uh, of each month that you get these little ponderings, these uh, pretty poems. And this one's called Shadow, and it's what skips inside my shadow, what follows in my feet. I have no light to follow when I call my soul to meet. The galaxy within I search, the dark between the stars, past, present, future blurs between the near and far. I come to fight, I come to find, I rip into my night. I take my shadow's hand in mine and lift it to the light. Like, like. Come on. Beautiful. I just so I gorgeous. I, I really enjoy it a lot. And so you get those little uh, in that tier, you get those little tidbits uh, twice a month coming your way. Uh, and that's on top of the other things that you get. But uh, just very thoughtful writing. And, um, you know, that could be a direction for what you do that day, you know, thinking on the shadow and what that can mean to Dude. you. That would be cool. Like if that's if that's one of the things you got, you could like get that. You could write it out, really meditate on it. Yeah, and then you could spend time either for that like that day or that week or whatever, just kind of pondering what. And you could like even you can like exhaust all the elements of shadow. You can get into like creepy side of shadow. Sure, the emotional yeah. side of shadow. Yeah, like, all yeah. kinds. Uh, but you can really use it that way. So I give it, give it, give it a look. We'll have the the link in the show notes. This is Leaves of Three Spellcrafts on Patreon. There's options that you can do, but um, check out. A, a bean, a fellow bean, and a fellow burgeoning business in this metaphysical business landscape. Oh, that's patreon.com slash leaves of three. There we go. All right. There it is. I'm going to talk to you oh, about it. I'm talking about Othala to you today. That's right. It's a rune. Oh, that's right. She's going to talk to us about Othala. What's going on, E? What's going on, E? I love how we're making it every time a little bit worse. It sounded, it might as well have been fucking Arthur Shelby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think there were very few moments that we rewound, but I think we actually rewound that time, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah, because it was we were just not to right. hear that shit again. It was not, no. <laughs> that was neither an American nor a Canadian accent. It, it was a nothing. Right? It's a nothing accent. So here we go. Let's talk about, <laughs> Oth let's talk about Othala. Othala is the 24th rune, and it's the, technically the last rune of the Elder Futhark, if you don't uh, throw the, the weird in there, which is the blank rune, but traditionally you have your, your 24 in there. And... There's a lot of meaning here with this rune, uh, both in the pragmatic sense and like the far reaching spirit sense. There's just a lot going on here. I love this rune. Nice. Um, and it's sim so similar to Fehu. It's a rune of wealth, but it's it's different. So Fehu focuses on like more like tangible kind of like liquid wealth like cattle 
shit like that, you know? Um, and in our world today, just your more liquid money, things like that. So when you can think about Othala as, you know, it's also a, a bit of our eternal home. Uh, not only is it the last room in the last rune in the Futhark, its energy encourages working with this ancestral stream long before you join it. And during these years, you're helping to heal it. You give to it. And at times, sure, you take from it, too, in order to help move you forward. And that's always the goal. It's time's arrow marching forward. And I saw that, um, you know, a, a, a comparable rune to Othala, and I think that, the, like, uh, is, is Yura. And while Othala is the last, I think that Yura is right there in the middle, um, and you have Yira, which is like this very cyclical energy. And then you have Othala, which is this arrow type of, you know, progress. But they, they, they're they both progress kind of forward, that forward motion. But Othala is really this long line, uh, this line of inheritance, this line of, you know, just really all of that. It's very, uh, it's tied deeply to this, to the rune. And one day you will perhaps join this stream, you know, this inheritance after years of work, people that you might not have ever met when they were alive, you know, and that's one of the interesting things about working with spirit. And it's, that one day you're, you might very well meet them. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like it, we don't know, we don't really know uh, how things go, but it is, you know, this is a, with the possibility of like, and it, it might be in the literal sense that like you die and they're like, oh, hey, there they are. They're all faces. That's how they look. <laughs> or whether it's the joining again of the energy stream, just like the collective or whatever. Uh, it's like, however you want to view it, we, in some way or another, it seems that's what we go back to, or we, we go somewhere where they all are for at least a time. Um, and you know, that's that's kind of the way that you can think about it. And if you work with the ancestors, they likely seem very real to you um, and familiar. So this is just one of those, you know, that's kind of what it what I mean. And it's like you you're essentially setting up everything just before you get to it, you know, and if you're all vibing on this same line of ancestral progression and sharing everybody's traumas and sharing it all you're going to want to do your best to contribute positively and heal what's there because when you get to it, you're going to be feeling and dealing with all of those things too, which is kind of an interesting thing to think about. You know, it's kind of helps light a fire a little bit. Yeah. One day you might have like a completely um, needy, uh, not ancestor, but like a descendant. It's just like, help me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's neat to think about it from their perspective. And that's what I like about Othala is that Othala really makes you look at things from that far reaching ancestral perspective, which is humbling to do and important to do, because sometimes it's just really easy to like get all up in your own fucking world and lose the concept of time being so huge. Um, yeah. And I, I'm very often grounded by big swaths of time. Uh, I find it comforting. So it's, it's nice to to look back on that and p like ponder this line that you come from. And even if you're not looking at it from a genetic standpoint, from an energetic standpoint, the fact that that is a line that consists of just the right amount of like and, and frequency of heartbeats and breaths is amazing. I mean, that's a wild, that's crazy that that is how you're here. And 
that un, um, like unbroken line of heartbeats and breaths had to happen. So it's you're so connected, you know, to in 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 so many ways. And I just find that it's so fascinating to think fascinating to think about. If yeah, it's truly also another like if one thing, if one little thing would have if if one yeah. person got like the sniffles too early in life, right? You just it, everything would have just it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, this home, again, is, is, the, is a, the focus here of Othala, and home is broad. So that's kind of, you know, perhaps our ancestral home, like in the spiritual sense that we refer to. And Othala can be represented here in our home, on Earth, our planet. And we extend the virtuous question as well. Are we treating her right? Are we, us specifically, properly doing things that could take care of that long running stream so the future can inherit her and like like it's a whole other thing to to think about and ask yourself like of course yes there's big companies that are just like pillaging her 24/7 but like what could we do what can you do and like you know as a household as little things like that to start thinking that way and it's a lot of it just comes with thinking that way because we have not been encouraged to think about the welfare of our planet we have we've been not told that at all really it's just we've been like it's fine just 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 it's fine don't yeah it's all right really i mean only the last like handful of years has it really 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 become like oh guys hey hey we might hey. should like yeah. give a shit um and yeah. so it, it, you know little things like that there's always things whether it's just like reducing single use plastics or care more yeah i care, I now. care now you know like things that you might you know excuse but be like oh we'll just you know like do this one time or well you know like this or that like just if you can maybe not use those single plastic flossers that last eternity and never biodegrade things like that you know like through i threw a styrofoam whataburger cup out of my car window once like seven years ago and i don't like littering littering is like it's it's a yeah it's a big hot hot point for me it's a hot point for me and i didn't want to and i forget why i felt like i had to it was like i i don't know there's like somebody shit in it or something that's okay but sure like, but i'm just gonna I believe had, that i will <laughs> i had to get it out of the car for some reason I, or i felt like it and i didn't there was no like i was in the middle of nowhere so i was like and i remember i just went sorry and i threw it out and i have felt bad for it for years upon years upon years as i should and- and, but it's like, that's what, you know, that's what Othala is questioning. And it's about the long game. Are we, are we doing this right? Are we doing it so that our future line has a place to live? And I, I think that when you think about things in that kind of long running time span, I find it easier to be like, you know what? No, I'm not doing as good as I can be. Something, it's easier than when it's like, oh, but who, you know what, it's, when you, I don't know, something, it might be backwards for some, but when I think in the long term, I'm like, okay, let's do this properly. Then when I'm in the short term and I'm like, "Eh," but like, you know, um, but anyway, like, well, it's kind of like what, um, oh, old Daryl Dixon said, if you're going to do a thing, do it right. So you might as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's because, again, it's your home. Ah. It's like that's it's our home. And 
Othala, you know, it extends to your physical home as well, the home that you live in, sleep in. And, you know, whether that's like just your house home or, you know, whether you're in your homeland, which could be where you grew up or ancestral lands, things like that. Um, and, and really, truly, Othala has always been my true favorite rune from the beginning, largely because of this tie to home. Uh, and and really, in learning about more about Othala, like that only deepened. But like, I... I am a homemaker. I love to make a home. It's what I do. Like, even in, like, shitty, gross houses that I've lived, you know, I've, like, tried <laughs> to, like, make them as comfortable for people as I can and, you know, decorate. The, I just thrive in a home. It's where I can – it's where I, with my kind of uptight nature, I can care for people truly. Like, I can right. really do it. And, you know, my home – like, I've talked about it before. Like, it's my partner. It's We are a partner scenario my house peggy. and me me and peggy and Listen, if you're i don't a first time listener of the wbah power hour or whatever we're calling this um what's our podcast name if you're first time listener macy's house is named peggy peggy that's her name and uh it's it, i can she's a living entity and you know i don't own her I don't. And I just like how I don't feel like I own the trees on this property. I just feel like that's hilarious. Like, I don't. But I care for them. And it's the same, you know, it goes for all of our living connections. Like, you don't really, you don't own your loved ones. You care for them. And you love them. And you raise them. And you teach them. And encourage them. But you don't own them. Everyone's their own person. Everyone has their own life and their own path. And with each of these people, whether they're your children or your parents or people that you don't know, they each have their own ancestral stream to contend with and how they nourish or deplete its unique, like its own unique, like additions to their life. And basically, Othala invites you to try to see these connections and nourish these connections by doing exactly the things that you think would nourish them. You know, like when you think of like, when anybody who's gone through ancestral trauma and has had to like try to deal with the wrongdoings of ancestors that were just really not good at all, Mm -hmm. you can feel the stain that puts on the energy of all of it. It just does, I, you know? I know you're being very serious and it's an extremely serious thing to talk about, but I swear to God, I thought you were going to say, it just puts a stank on it. But it does, though. And it does. So, I mean, uh, live wet, live right. You know, it's like if you can sense that on your own and you can feel that and pick up what, a, you know, a cruel or... You know, like, and not to say like even cruelty is like the the defining defining factor into it, but just like a thoughtless life, you know, mm-hmm. people who are not mm-hmm. thoughtful. And I think it is yeah. so important to at least try to be thoughtful. And no, you can't get it right every time. And you can fall into a hole and try to be as perfect as you can and you can't be. But just to try to be thoughtful is so important. And I think it is one of the cornerstones to living a, quote, good life, you know, um, yeah. you know, just like with it's the, the not, oh, never mind. <laughs> I liked your I accent. In, <laughs> I was coming in with some Lord of the Rings bullshit, but you just uh, skip it next time. Well, anyway, basically, it all just rolls in kindness. <laughs> you know, like kindness doesn't have to be earned, and it's not. It doesn't require a payment. That's a service. That's the difference. Kindness and a service are two different things. And true kindness, it flows completely at our will, and we control that tap 
completely. And so it's just, I think I truly do believe, and I know this from myself, just in healing with my own, just like anger and, and things that I had, like it is through kindness that we can heal. We can heal ourselves and not only ourselves, but we can heal our previous ancestors. Um, and you can heal your own energetic state. And I mean, that's the basis of witchcraft. When you, when you heal your energetic state and you raise your energetic state, you're using that to target into a direction to, to use magic. It's all, I mean, it comes from you, you know? And so in, in raising up the, to just a better overall, vibe of just being kind instead of being perhaps bitter or you know just it, it just i don't know it's such a slow healing because i have been very bitter about things and i did just notice it, it just it is a healer for sure mm. um and as witches we kind of get to build the world that we want to see and you know traditionally we've been pretty shit on um <laughs> but in in history the witch you know is generally just wanted to help, you know, yeah. like whether it was a healer or, you know, nowadays you have your light workers, your Reiki healers, like you're just true on full on witches that are like all of it. You, This is a tremendous opportunity for these energy workers to build a better world. And it builds on compounding your from your own nature, you know. And so I, I just feel like this can be done with the help of our ancestors. Um because I just, you know, like as witches, we can appreciate them because we're not afraid of looking into the mists and seeing what's there for us, you know, like and find this thread of our existence and see who rests on it. See what we can do to maybe soothe this thread. And when this thread is then soothed, soothed, maybe it can go forward in a direction that we never even would have dreamed of, you know, like. Oh. I, it's just so much to think about. And that's what I love about Othala because on the surface, it's like, it's the Runa home. But it's like, right, yeah, it's so much deeper than that. It is it is home and all layers of what home could possibly mean. And it's because of that that I really wanted to get into the more ancestral one of it because you just don't hear that quite as like you you like it's very important and it's a huge part of this rune but like on your little blurbs you don't ever get that really gone into as much you know you see it as like assets in regards to home and things like that and it's like yes that's true but like it's so broad and it's so this to me is it helps to convey time like the arrow direction of othala like the just the the vein of time that we are all on I forget that it does look look like a big arrow. It does not look like a big arrow. It does. It looks like if the Jesus fish was done in straight lines. Yeah, but it's pointing up. I mean, it doesn't look like an arrow, though, but okay. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like a big, fat, chunky arrow. It looks like a ge upwards. geometric fish. I'm typing in Othala right now. It, listen, if you were on a road and you saw that, and it said, like, Dallas underneath it. You would know that meant Dallas was that way. I guess. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to work into your metaphor, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll never do it again. So, you know, it, Othala asks us if we to look into the past so we can look into the future, you know, as we like march towards our own inevitable inheritance of death. Oh, like, spooky. what are we leaving behind for those under us to inherit? 
And of course, tangible wealth can can go into that. But beyond that, you know, it asks us to like look into your ancestors and see how they and we eventually as a unit can spur our ancestral destiny forward and understand that we're connected in all of this and we have a responsibility to give to them as much and to this energy, this stream in our just in trying to live as, you know, just in a a way that serves the world in a positive light, like to give in that way instead of just take and, you know, being toxic to those around us or, you know, things. Give like, and to receive. Yeah balance so you're very owen wilson today balance um i really like this this was from ifate.com and it said this is a quote about othal and it said it is a reminder both of our ancestry and the material legacy we leave behind othala is a reminder that there is greatness in small things what we do here will survive us what was done in the past is all around us now and should be respected and i really liked that and you know, you can get back into it even, or like you can really, it, the meaning can get deepened when you look back into like when the Elder Futhark was really in current use. There were clan lands, you know, like people lived on these lands and these were lands of like your family and like your clan, you know, and the connection to these lands were so deep, you know, and a connection between the people that came from them, like this hunger to return from that, to return to them, like a need to protect them. Like they were ancestral lands where forebears walked and fought to keep the borders where they were. And the living like saw this as a responsibility to the ancestors to maintain this. And it was also a place to like connect to these passed on people. And that's something that's really interesting to think about. You know, it's like, it's a physical place where a long chain can exist, this long chain of ancestors can exist in one spot, spanning hundreds of years, largely in one location. And think about the power that can create. And it's no wonder, like, and it just made me sad in contemplating this because it's like, no wonder that ancestral lands are so important to so many cultures and why it's just so fucked up that so many have just been taken away, you know? Oh, and yeah. it's like, I can't even fathom roots that deep, you know? Like, we're, you know, we're, our genome, we're scattered from all over, you know? Like, we, I can't imagine knowing that, like, my chain of ancestry is from here. It's from this spot. I can communicate with yeah. them. We've lived on these lands. We share these lands. And then it's just like, they're gone. They're taken. I just can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. And so it's like, but I, thinking about it in this, ter- it just makes it so much worse. Um, you know, especially when you're talking like thousands of years in some of these places. Um people's spent protecting a piece of earth, you know, that enabled this chain of being for so long to continue in one spot. Um, It's potent. And yeah, it's powerful. And I think there's something to it to, you know, not for nothing to not only are you sort of watching the uh, you're also watching that that get that piece of land that being treated like shit. Oh, being terribly abused. Yeah. 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 Pillaged. Um, yeah. And it, it's just terrible. And I, I, it's, it, it's, again, important to think about. Mm-hmm. It is important to think about and put yourself there and think about that. And, and that's what I love about these 
symbols and these tools and these, you know, like things that we can fold in to our practice for those of us to where that isn't something that is a like deep, fresh, real wound that you deal with every fucking day. It's important to be like, think like this, think like this and see why this is awful, you know? Um, And I, I, I really, I appreciate it about Othala and just about things like that, that encourage you to think from an ancestral perspective. And again, and things that tell you to think on what's right, what is good versus, you know, what isn't. Um, Yeah. And I think we would be remiss. I think we need to just kind of put this in here uh, a little bit just to say, like, there are there are some groups, Nazis, there's fucking Nazis. Oh, I have a whole section in here about it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say because I wanted it, to it end on it me. though. I didn't want to I didn't want to give them the satisfaction by starting with it right. and ending on it. Okay. I'm just saying it seems like they're missing the point. Oh, totally missing the point. Yeah, it's so it's so far beyond missing the point. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so God. Basically, Othala in its wisdom tells us like we don't need to be like that and it's like we don't need to pillage we don't need to plunder we can be better and we can live our lives with this virtue that allows for a balance this future to flourish instead of burning out and when we can look back at our ancestors and see how they struggled in ways that we can't fathom we can listen to perhaps the knowledge that they'll pass to us as we work towards our own time and you know home is just such a huge word and it can mean so many things from literal home that you're in your home place you came from it can mean a person that you find your home in we have countless homes in our lives that we have lived in uh there's different shapes there's different materials they can be made out of home is where the heart is as you've heard and there's great wisdom in that statement you know i mean when you go back to it we're all connected by breath and a heartbeat and this breathing and beating of hearts is what got us here. So I I just think, you know, with our it's heart a movie, home is where the heart is. There's for sure places in the heart and where the heart is. I think I th- it's places in Maybe the heart where the heart, where the heart is. I don't remember. One of the one of those, you know. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, and I, I just, I like that. I like the idea, you know, of home and the heart being tied together. Because, you know, like and we were saying, like, in, in your chain of ancestors, not one heart gave out before it was supposed to. You know, and that's amazing. And our hearts Damn. can connect us to the past. That's fucking crazy. As well as the future, depending on where our heart pulls us. But with our hearts, like, we can we can live fully, you know, with this kindness and this goodness. Not doing so because of, like, a reward, but because we want to see our home be rich with goodness you know it's it's this cyclical thing and i i like mm. this um i like i found this little uh quote here othala's core power is the wise management of resources both physical and psychic not the ruthless efficiency that leads to totalitarian states or monopolies but a more harmonious give and take that leads to peace and freedom amongst the people a state of balance between order and chaos so yeah this you're right this was a symbol uh, super 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 not taken any way that it was supposed to be and that's what we're going to get into so Further, like you, you run into this with cis, you know other symbols that very well known, like the swastika, um, you know, taken mm-hmm. by not mm-hmm. appropriated by. Which Nazis. that one's too far gone. 
It, yeah, that one, that one for back. at least probably the next several, 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 several generations, at least it's you're not going to win that one. OK, you can try to tell people, but actually it means this. Yeah, Good fucking yeah. luck. Yeah. It's too it's too late. OK, yeah, but sorry. I, I did uh, want to. Yeah, like, but let's not let that happen. I don't yeah. feel like Othala is there yet. And I'm really tired of these piece of shit motherfuckers just taking shit because they want it. And then everybody's like, all right, well, they took it. So it's theirs now. Like, fuck you. No. And so they but this was happening. This was happening in World War Two, like because like, it's happening now with like piece of shit new Nazis, you know, but like OG Nazis uh, were also using Othala. Um, yeah. So. Basically. They, you know, so Gross. primarily when you see Othala used on like the white supremacist or Nazi bullshit, it has little feet on it like seraphs. Um, so instead of like, you know, uh, so like where the point where it points down at the bottom, they both kick up a little on either side um, that you you generally see it that way. Uh, and I don't know if this is like um, still current, but I did see and it might still be that the symbol itself is banned in Germany uh, under laws like restricting Nazi symbolism oh, okay. and other stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Nazis did this shit all the time. They, I mean, they really like so sloppily just took so many things and cobbled together. So and wow. just did not really, who would have thought yeah, they just like, took shit that wasn't theirs wow. and then just like shit all over it. And the, so essentially like the, um, the SS, you know, like your famous, like the terrifying fucking SS, that symbol, those two lightning bolts, that's Suwillo. That's the rune of the sun, you know, and it's not evil. It's not at all. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's, right. it's just, this is they, not us, by the way, telling you to just go wear it anyway and like try to take it back. Cause like we said, there's some shit that's too far gone. Well, but, I mean, like Othala and Sawillo. I mean, like I, I'm I've, talking. No, okay, no. Listen, I'm, I'm talking about other stuff. No, do not, don't give the swastika a go. Just let it. It's done. Okay, it's done. Right. Don't wear the swastika. Yeah, I, I want to make that abundantly yeah. clear. <laughs> um, it's that one's okay. that one's cached. Um, yeah. But you know, basically, they were adopting these aspects of Norse culture. Um, and history mm-hmm. as like a sign of them being like, we're like from these, we're descended from these Germanic communities and like the, the Aryan shit, you know, it helped like they were using it as these Germanic people, like flowing into there. They just used it somehow to make sense of, I, I don't know. Why. It doesn't make sense. That's the thing. But and, like, and if you've so, ever like, just listened to the logic there, there's none. But I'm if sorry, no, go on. Yeah, you can hot. try. I mean, and like that still carries today when you try to still listen to some of these fucking dickheads talk. You're just yeah, like, it, do you uh, hear yourself what? Dude, come on. Um, <laughs> you know, and because like it's the same, like Sawillo, like beautiful rune. And the thing is that right. gets me the most, it's like, do not fuck with runic energy. And the, I just, right. the fact that they are abusing these symbols like this, it's just like good fucking luck, guys. And it's yeah, already, me, it already it's collapsed like- you once. Like, do you, <laughs> you know, do you want it again? dickheads god like and so anyway um yeah (laughs) dickheads it's ridiculous uh but i really like this and i wanted to end on this this was from um like i i I didn't get the link but it was something we'll put it in the notes it was something like norsemythology.org or something like that it was like a a basis of like a pretty i trusted it you know like it was like (laughs) looking into how that all worked it wasn't mythology it was like how they i don't remember but listen it seemed legit but i liked how this was written and it was talking about how these norse symbols uh, this you know this alphabet these runes were taken and how these like 
fascist types of like totalitarianism it, they, they would not it's so against it is so against everything that these like symbols like were about you know and so the, i really like this this is directly taken um and you know it said uh as i describe at some length in is this article which was a different length uh pagan germanic society was quite individualistic as political leaders go viking chieftains were about as far from a fuhrer as you could be a warrior's loyal a warrior's loyalties were largely chosen rather than absolute and obligatory especially those loyalties that we would consider to be political and economic the, this ability to choose one's duties and responsibilities and to seek glory for oneself as an individual was a matter of the highest pride for the Vikings and other ancient Germanic warriors. Their basic attitude would have been deeply hostile towards anything like 20th century totalitarianism, whether it's right wing or left wing forms. And I just really I liked that. Um, and I thought that was a very concise way to put that. Um, but that's assuming that those people like people would like read right yeah well or would read something that's not from like a set three websites <laughs> yeah um that they have bookmarked and only look right. at yeah so anyway that's othala um i love that rune it's my favorite i'm very passionate and very protective of it because it really bothers me so much that it is it's been just so foolishly taken and twisted by fucking idiot losers it just makes me mad (laughs) (laughs) idiot losers this piece of shit (laughs) what did you say and uh what did brocco say ass no what did you say criminal Uh, criminal that's what it was (laughs) (laughs) oh stupid well okay good good so there you go there there you go there now we know. Now we know all about the things. Yeah, Othala. Oh, I guess also I should. Have, it's also called Odal um, sometimes, and it's the O rune. It's the letter O. Um, so there you go. Last little bit of details. Nice. Lit. I, I, I enjoy these rune episodes. I always get like a little bit, a little bit self-conscious with them because it's like, I don't want to just give like the, the same, you know, be like, it is in the, like, it is in tears. It is the last spot of this. And it, yeah. I don't like, because like, I don't use, I use runic energy. And so it's like, I do these topics from a, of, like a perspective of using the runic energy. So I always sure. feel a little bit nervous because it's like, it's not actually like, I don't, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I know I'm, what you're I'm, saying. I'm talked I know what you're out. saying. I think you did a great, uh, you did a great, I almost said a great idea, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you did a great idea. You did a great idea. Hell yeah, we did. <sighs> Listen. Oh, I, oh what, what's his name? Rick? No, that's not right. You always want to call him Rick. Jack. You always want to call him Rick, and I love that so much he just reminds me so much of like fucking rick uh sanchez uh uh tater rick tater what's his name okay rick sanchez charlie he reminds you dull ass jack (laughs) how much better would virgin river be if it had a rick sanchez it needs a rick sanchez it needs Mm. something (laughs) <laughs> it needs something, man. 
and it needs for at least just one of the tr- like climactic scenes, they need to not just fade to black and then come back with a two days later. So they saved a bunch of money from having to film uh, an action you know, scene that they built up to instead of explaining, you know, like you know, how they how they got out of this situation. A very like high school production level of like getting around something. It's just being like uh, having a conflict. And then suddenly you're in the future and everyone's just talking about the conflict, but you don't see it. There's a rule in filmmaking that says show, don't tell. And they don't follow that. No, they do exactly the opposite. Um, And it will be like the first interesting thing that has happened. Um, and it's like, oh, it's like a danger situation or something like, you know, and and then and then it just fades to black and and you get you legitimately like no joke, get a black screen with white letters. That's like two days later, like Comic Sans. letters. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so confusing. And it made me miss. I was like, man, at least like in the first season, remember when they like, remember like when you got to go to the, like the, the pot, the pot grow, and that was like kind of cool, oh, like the pot growers, like yeah. there was at least you that. You got to go out there, you got to and do something. Something? Or you God. got to at least see, like you got to see the weed ghoul and Jack fight, you know, a bunch. I've just, this was the most fluff, boring, sack of shit garbage season i i was worse than i could have expected <laughs> i at least thought we were gonna get something it was gonna pick up in the beginning and like try to weed, yep. like weed its way through how it all ended because that was finally interesting and then uh, it's like no no nah we're not gonna do that and uh but, so you sit through 12 more episodes just to end exactly where you left off uh, in the first place y- yeah yeah, yeah, with no real character development or development of any kind, and um, except the shining island of a of a of a sewer shit season was that fucking costume design in the in the Renaissance episode festival. Yeah, and I, it's also deeply, deeply confusing. <laughs> I don't understand why that episode was in there. I don't understand what costume buyer like I don't did they go on storage wars and like win a storage really container that was just full of film quality costumes that this piece of shit town supposedly made? Like what is happening? Does everyone does everyone own their own costume or did they have to buy it? Like what what's the deal? It was like that weird episode of Stranger Things, you know, where Eleven just like went off and found like the other patch of Her talented kids for one episode. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. It felt like that. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck happened here? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. You were I, like, oh, they took it in a direction, but then they immediately changed their mind. They regretted it. Yeah. Um, it was, I don't, I, I just am appalled. I'm very surprised <laughs> and I'm very disappointed. Um, I am appalled. <laughs> I, I, at the laziness that we witnessed. It was lazy yeah. filmmaking. Everything yeah. about it was lazy. That's the only word I can come back to is lazy. Lazy and cheap, except for the Ren Fair costumes, which makes me think they got those on a discount bulk buy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Remember when that guy had a heart attack on the airplane that he was he was flying? Yeah. And then yeah. The whole very important explanation of how that was emergency landed was cons- like all condensed into a yeah two hours later transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was Jack sitting there holding the coffee. Man, the I sure flew that plane so good. Just, you see how I landed that plane? I'm real hot. I, I gotta say, lost Jack it. holding coffee in a and Jack and Mel holding coffee 
in a hospital set is I, like 90%. I think that's almost all of the show. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, him giving her a latte. Like that's, that's him saying, <laughs> I got you a latte, latte is most of their me. couple speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, and are you drinking? Or that, <laughs> why are you drinking? Okay. Just go watch Virgin River. Go watch Virgin River. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, we've got, let's, <laughs> let's, let's close this out of here. It's I've got, I've, I've got to get out. Get out. I, I need to leave this room. So um, socials, we have those. Let's try and we, let's yes. try wrap this up and get out of okay, this hole yeah. we woof, dug. Woof, woof, woof. Listen, if it's your first time listening to the WBH hour of witchcraft, we put our socials here at the end. We've got socials. We've got a Facebook. Macy, what, tell them about Facebook. How do you get to it? You can get to the Facebook. You know how to use Facebook. It's 2022. It's been around for like 20 years now or something. Go to Facebook, search the Witch Bitch Amateur <laughs> Hour or search, uh, I don't know, the other one. Just search the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. You'll find it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you'll find the groups. Go over to Community. It used to be called Community. I don't know if it still is. They change it every Discussions, day. Discussions, maybe? Discussions. Listen, look for the groups, and you can join the Coven group. Join the Coven. It's a fun group. There's all kinds of shit there. There's Coven karaoke that goes on there. There's monthly spells that go on there. There's sick-ass memes. I, I'm happy to say that Twilight yeah. shitposting is really bleeding into our group, and I'm I'm looking oh, for it. I'm happy to see it. I don't yeah, hate it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's becoming Twilight shitpost. It's a friendly hope- group. I hope it becomes Virgin River Shit. If y'all want to, if y'all want to craft some sick ass OC, some OC shit posting for Virgin yes. River, throw it OC in that only. oven. Oh yeah, OC. OC I want to see. I want to see what you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want some deep cut Virgin River lore. Yeah, yeah. In meme form. Yeah. Dude, um, I might make some. I think I might make some tomorrow. Dude, I know me fun. too. I'm like, yeah. I gotta grab some screenshots. Yeah. Okay, we have a, an Instagram at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We have a Twitter, sorta. Macy, Bitch Hour. We've got um, a website where you can also find all this information. WBH Podcast at Gmail. Nope, that's our email. We have an email where you can send us spooky stories and uh, comments and your feet pictures, which we have received, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash WBAH podcast. I I'm leaving. I got to get a snack. I got to breathe. All right. Yeah. I'm sweaty. So I'm going to go not yeah. be sweaty in yeah. this hot room anymore. Goodbye yeah. everybody. Yeah. See you guys Bye, everybody. next week. Oh, real quick. And then we're leaving Prince shipping out this week. You're getting them. They're coming. You should get an email, but they're getting packed up tomorrow. L- be on the lookout. Coming at you. Open your eyes. Peel them. A hundred years. Prince coming your way. Your mailbox. <laughs> www.com. Prince coming your way. What about Prince? On the way. Uh, I think it's funny if we just continue to not explain who Lyra is. Well, it's not. I mean, her She's origin She's an entity. Story. Yeah. She's a wonderful, artistic, creative being. Well, but we look I very feel like I have but is the thing. No, you it's have. The, yeah. You have, but we get lots of questions. Yeah. Um, and the confusion... I it, get makes, so many, it gives me joy. It, yeah, it's good. Because I've heard everything from, is she like a partner? Is she your sister? Like, is she our manager? Which She's a real be, enigma. Yes. Um, we're going to leave her wrapped in that shroud of mystery. Yeah. But, uh, she likes it there. <laughs> <laughs> she would, little, little cancer baby. She would, absolutely. Pisces rising. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, gang. All right. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.